Welcome to the CineScare Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt Speak. And I am also one of your hosts, Joe Jans. And with us, as always, is the super fan, Mr. Mark Piscati. Hello, everybody. And uh, from JoeBlow.com, film critic, James Oster, Mr. Jimmy O. Die! 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 That's that's just a message I'm feeling to. Oh, okay. Excellent. Excellent. That's really all I'm doing here. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, before we get going, I do want to announce that I have a book signing coming up on March 25th at Dark Delicacies Bookstore. It's a horror bookstore in Burbank, California. So if you're in the Los Angeles area, come on out to Burbank. Check it out. Dark Dark Delicacies is a store. Dark Delicacies is a store that you should check out anyway if you're here because it's super cool. Uh, But I'll be doing a book signing there. And so if you are going to come, go to their website. It's darkdell.com, I believe. And you can order a copy there. They'll have it waiting for you and I'll sign it. Or uh, I think they only have limited copies at the store, but there will be more there that I'll have with me. So you can always get them there. They'll be fifteen dollars uh, either way if you order them for dark delicacies or uh, get them when I'm there. You get them from me. They'll be fifteen dollars. So it'll be a lot of Do fun. I, Check it I, out. Can I come? Can I? Of course, can I of course you can. Yeah, all of you can. I, I although I don't expect Joe no. and Mark to make a flight out here for this. So I think Mark should though. I think he should fly out for it. Yeah, I probably should. I yeah. I think I think Joe and I are planning on a flight maybe sometime this year or maybe next yeah, year. Maybe. this summer. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Stay tuned. So, yeah. anyway, if you're in the Burbank mm-hmm. area, which god damn it you should be, come over to Dark Delicacies and and check out the book signing and then go down Magnolia Boulevard. It's just around the corner and you can check out all the horror stores, uh Camp Horror, Halloween Town, um, there's slashback video. So there's, there's a bunch of really cool horror related things in, uh, the Burbank area there, right, right there's around the corner. From Dark horror, uh, horror, bed, bath yeah. and horror. Yeah. I mean, you guys got everything. Yeah. And then and afterwards, then Matt's going to have uh pigs in a blanket over at his uh, house. He'll give the address and, uh, you can have some cocktails uh, afterwards. <laughs> oh, I didn't Cocktail. know about that. I'll, I'll, I'll spread the word. Do you yeah, want me to no, post I, it here? I'll tweet it right now. I'll I might fly address. by now. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know what pigs in the blanket are, but I I do. What? Like what? what? You don't I know, do what, not know what pigs in the blanket are. What are pigs in the blanket? It's the a little... cocktail weenie wrapped in um like puff pastry. Yeah. Uh, really? You've never I've seen never that in your in life? Is that a corn dog? Or a no, what? No, not Matt. Oh, wow. a corn dog. What are you I thinking, did... Matt? I don't. Did... I did... for one thing I don't. How do you not know pigs in a blanket? What the fuck? I just don't. Jesus Christ! <laughs> You're from the Midwest, Matt. I mean, that's a good God that's a staple. Yeah, and we do have them in Iowa. Yeah. This pigs. is a mess. This uh, is a anyway, mess. <laughs> I'm shocked. Anyway, I, in an effort to keep this train a moving, because we got lots we got to cover. Yeah. Come um, on over to the book yeah. signing, yeah. and uh, we'll have glory hole in a blanket thing or whatever. <laughs> it is you say. Uh, <laughs> Joe. What uh what what is it what is it uh, you have on your mind right now Joe I think I, there's some I got something on my mind grapes that I got to yeah, get I'm... off All and right. uh it's some old business mm. we've had a, a long debate about uh 
Friday the 13th, episode one, the beheading of Mrs. Voorhees. When you see mm-hmm. the hands come up towards the neck, they are these meaty sausage fingered hands that kind right. of hair all over them. And it's whose hands are they? And uh, Joe, what's Tom the controversy? Sabini's. What's the controversy uh, involved there? Well, it, the, the podcast is split. Uh, Mark seems to think that those hands belong to Tom Savini. Mm-hmm. And everyone else with a brain thinks it's not Tom Savini. Now, and, Joe, and they might even would, say it was his assistant. Would you normally say that Mark is someone you should listen to? Not at all. No. Okay. No, sir. Right. No. Yeah. You should so listen is, to me. And and also, if one person out of four thinks something, is that really that the podcast is split? I, you know, seven out of ten dentists recommend yeah, things, and that's people. True. All right. Well, do we so, have proof? Clever Joe. I I have definitively found the answer to this and when i'm wrong i'm wrong right. i will admit it yes so yeah. let's you, let's go so to you the don't tape. just keep it going even no 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 been, no i yeah. i know when i've been defeated right so let's if let's if go irrefutable proof is presented yes. to you if you're able to say from the horse's mouth i am able to admit when i'm wrong and you're I'm, able to say i was wrong i i i will concede okay. if, if you have the proof all right here it is let's go but to the tape watch the movie when Betsy Palmer is decapitated, her hands come up in the frame and, and kind of like a grabbing air. They're Tasso's hands with hairy knuckles. It's not Betsy Palmer, you know, it's these big meat puffs that he's got in his hands. Tasso's hands. Tasso. 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 His Tasso. assistant. His so assistant. There, you, heard it, yeah. you heard it here first, second, proof. third, fourth, and fifth. It, Those are it, Tasso's it hands. It sounded not like Savini. Miso hands. No, 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 no. Tasso, Tasso, his Tasso. <laughs> okay, so, Mark, are you willing to say that you were wrong? I was, I was wrong. I, I, I guess I, I missed rude, that rude. part with Tasso. He's, you know, Savini in the interview. He's got his hands up, and I guess my weird brain. You know, I have a weird brain. My weird brain went, oh, it's Tom Savini's hands. So. I guess I just thought it was Tom Savini. Tom Savini was actually the one with the uh, with the, the machete, machete yeah. and his hand so that the head would spin off. And to, and Tom Savini's hand was in the picture, so I'm like twenty five percent right. That's I, I no, actually think one hundred percent wrong. You said yeah, this yeah. hands, these two yeah. hands, so yeah. you're not at right. all right. All right, so all right. We've learned. Wait, Mark, we've learned two things today. We've learned that, no, it's Tasso's hands, right? And yes. Matt doesn't know what a goddamn pig in the blanket is. This, this is a really <laughs> right. good show already. Right. Yeah, we got it. We got it down. I, I concede. Right. I concede. There's yeah. going to have to be like a, a pigs in the blanket Cinescare t-shirt made sooner or later. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, some, is it someone Joe send man a picture of a pig in a blanket so he knows you can what also, we're talking also about. Use sausage and, a, and a pancake, dude. Joe, could you just send me a, a picture of an actual pig pig in a blanket? In a blanket. Don't yeah, do it, Joe. No. Yeah. Uh, okay. Babe. So I I think but this time because we had a big release come out this weekend and I I think instead of or or before we get into our round of what we watched recently, let's all just talk about Scream for a moment. Uh, the new Scream, Scream 6. Uh, Joe, what do you think about the new Scream 6? Any thoughts? I really enjoyed it. It's, um, I'd say it's in my, I don't know, top 25% of the franchise. Top 30%. Um, 
I have a couple small beefs. It wasn't anything bad that took me out of it, but I'm a firm believer in if I get stabbed 27 times, I should be dead and I should stay dead. Uh, I also thought that some of the actors need to learn how to act like they've been injured. Um, and lastly, and I guess this is just yeah. part of the um, part of the franchise, but I, me personally, I've seen all these movies numerous times. I don't need to have the rules explained to me by any Jamie Kennedy or Jenny, Jamie Kennedy descendant over and over and over again. I get it. But other than that, I really enjoyed the film. Um, even though, you know, you kind of, it's guessing who the killer is, is not, I would say difficult. Um, but I, I like some of the, the ways that they're trying to twist it and spin it to keep it fresh and new. I was thrilled of the nods to Friday the 13th part eight, um, mm-hmm. especially seeing an actual clip on the TV. The only thing I thought this was missing is I would have loved to have seen Ghostface walking down the street in New York and mm-hmm. kick over like a boom box and then you know, with a bunch of punks <laughs> yeah, around him and then funny. turn around with a machete. That would have yeah. been awesome. But, you know, if you have a movie franchise and you're not sure what to do with it to keep it fresh, you move it to New York. It worked for Macaulay Culkin. It worked for Jason. You know, this, it worked is, for the this Muppets. is a no-brainer. It worked for the Muppets, too. Yeah, that was the other yeah. one I was thinking of. So, yeah. um, two very enthusiastic thumbs up. Yeah, I, I, I agree about the rules thing. Although, not completely because i do think that's just part of the franchise so i i I do i didn't mind it so much i i um i agree 100 percent about like i think what's her name jenna ortega she gets stabbed in the back and is running around like nothing happened and that happened a few with a few different characters and i that i mean i i understand that's kind of a it's know. very much a scream thing. That's I, if you watch all of maybe, them, I just watched a bunch of them all. You're it, just like, it, really? You can it's survive never, that? It's never stood out to me quite like it did in this oh, one. Right. I, I felt, oh, yeah, I felt like does. it, it really was pretty unbelievable in this one. But, uh, and I did think that there were some moments that, that kind of sagged a bit in the middle of the story, especially when they got to the theater and they just sat around having, couple conversations uh that that i thought kind of but there were some great great uh action sequences including the one with the ladder i thought was fantastic i agree with you joe that they i wish they'd use the city a bit more and we'd seen more of new york it this this could have been almost anywhere including woodbury or whatever it's called um it it, it really didn't have i mean it, there was a bit of a city feel but i would have liked a little bit more um and i Really enjoyed. And I think I, you know, I listened to a little bit of the podcast that you were on Jimmy with uh, Abe and, and uh, Aaron, and I agree with what they said about uh, they were glad that uh, Nev Campbell didn't show up in this because yes. it would have, it would have really distracted. And I, th- and I kind of felt that way the last movie too, but I, I almost felt like Courtney Cox shouldn't have shown up either. Like I thought that same kind of distraction happened with her and the other one, I can't remember her name now. Um, Hayden Hayden Pettier. Yeah, I didn't. Hayden, I didn't yeah. see a need for her to be there. That could have been a no. new character. Um, and as far as the group that they've got, the core four, they're okay. I like Jenna Ortega a lot. I like the main girl, Michelle, or what's her name? 
um, the actress, the main Miss Melissa Barrera. Or Melissa Barrera. I like her, and the twins. Uh, okay, um, you know, I, I don't think that the that the, this cast is quite you know is not the strength of uh, as it had in the original certainly. But I enjoyed this one. I think it was a lot of fun. Jimmy, what did you think? I loved it. I mean, it's it's weird because I yeah I get that, but to be honest, all those movies. You are kind of like okay, how how many times has Sydney Cam Sydney been stabbed at, at you know hurt, fallen off something? Uh, so that's it's already kind of an uh, accelerated reality. Like there's okay, yeah, it's like okay, yeah, I'm gonna fall off a hill and go down this and go down that, I almost die. But so that's never bothered me in these movies because you, you same with Laurie Strode in Halloween falling downstairs, really, right? Really, but. but- at least those characters and in Scream limp a bit. Like Jenna Ortega's running is just as well, fast as she ever did, even though she got stabbed right in the back. Like she's I, very I, good. In tr- and, well, she wasn't stabbed in the leg. Jim, you don't have to defend. This. <laughs> it's okay <laughs> to have okay. a nitpick on this. No, right. I know, I know. I just, I was, I really enjoyed it. it. Was I think it's the best sequel since Part Two. It was just one of those where I, I just had a really good time, and I didn't have my expectations were low. They were very low because I was like, yeah, I really, I, I loved it. I, I think, I mean, I did a whole podcast on it yesterday, so I don't know how much I'm going to talk about, but Matt, uh, Mark, you just saw it, right? Mark has to unmute himself before. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm playing by Matt's rules, you know, don't you know the rules? Um, yeah, this is my least favorite scream. Um not to say that I didn't enjoy this. I'm just saying with all the Scream um, films, I mean, we're at number six. And the fact that um, we, we're having all of these films, actually decent films, and we're at part six is astounding to me. Um, so, yeah, I did enjoy it. It's just my least in the franchise. I completely agree with Matt with uh, the stabbings. There's a character that's stabbed in the stomach against the door, and she's basically getting gutted. And then she's doing a stunt outside. And I'm just like, how is she even, like, doing that? Um, Same with Jenna, you know, getting stabbed. I'm I'm okay with that. But um, And then another character stabbed, and, you know, she survived. And then there's one character at the end that was stabbed about 20 times. He survives, but that's the kind of a trope that J- that Jimmy also says. It's kind of like what happened with Dewey, but Dewey wasn't stabbed as much as this character was, especially from he Scream Two. He was stabbed two. a lot, though. He and, was stabbed. I mean, they were all. He was, was only stabbed once in in the original. He was only stabbed once in the back, and and he had a limp all the way through, which is fine. In Scream Two, he was stabbed a lot, but not as much as this one character. In the, I mean, we're talking just nonstop, and he survived. Um, the core four is still, well, I, I don't want to say, um, but it, I mean, it's just it, it, Matt really hit it on the nose, which really, you know, um, you know, hurt me like enjoying this a little bit more. It was just a little bit too much tropes. Um, it, it, it just, it, it just didn't hit with me. I'm still not a fan of all the characters, the, the new characters. It, it, I don't think there is as solid uh, for some reason i do like chad a lot more uh uh the nephew I, I i'm starting to like him a lot more and i i'm 
hoping to see him uh, later on. Um, Jenna's great national treasure, as I think we all agree. But this one and and the ending did not stick with me. I, I did not like the killers. Um, I thought the the reason why this was all happening was really lame. I did not like the ending of it. Um, so or it, or it could have been a killer, singular. Yeah, killer, killer or killers. Killer. There, there's yeah. like there's like five of them. Spoil. Well, there's six of them. Okay, so you know, I I don't know. It 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 just didn't land. It I I think uh, um, the water's running a little dry or something. It's 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 they're I think they're running out of ideas, and um, I, hopefully they do something um a little bit different next time. But uh, there's yeah, a, I think there's it a... was different though. Yeah, like I, I mean, so they broke literally all the rules. No, they're the opening scene isn't predictable. The right. the only yeah, that thing, was fine. Honestly, the only opening thing scene that's was great. Predictable. The only thing that's predictable is you can kind of figure out who is the right. what, who is the well, killer. But yeah, with that said, there's a lot of other surprises that they break. They don't. They and I don't want to say because it's going to spoil. But I think part of it has to do with a lot of stabbing. I think they're trying to throw the audience off with that. I think there's a reason they did that. That's what I think. But and, and it worked for me because I was like, "Oh, this is cool." This is, I I thought it was by far the most surprising of all the sequels. Honestly, oh, yeah, yeah. I no think, way. I do literally, think yes, a, absolutely. I, I don't literally. know if I'd say that, but I do think that uh, the character that gets stabbed a whole bunch of times and survived. Um, I, I, I found that to be hard to believe and I, and I'm For not sure, sure why they That's did it, but, um, but, uh, it was a Dewey reference. <laughs> it really yeah, was probably. Yeah. Probably. But, uh, but I, you know, I had a lot of fun with it and this is a strong series. Like, I, I don't think that yeah. any of the it movies is. are bad. Like this is, I, yeah, I enjoyed this a lot. Fine. I like this way better than three and four for sure. Yes. By far. By and, far. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, I think I that, love four. I think this is a pretty, you Oof. know, for the sixth movie in a series, like, yeah, this is a strong series, you know, yeah. but very I, 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 I agree with, I agree with, uh, Matt and, uh, about Sydney not returning. She doesn't need to be in the no, series anymore. Move on. Move on from yeah. uh, Courtney Cox. My gosh, it's jarring just she'll looking at her. It's, she'll move I, on in the next one. I don't think she's going to come back, to be spoilers. honest. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't written it, dude. How can you spoil a movie that doesn't exist? <laughs> no, you I use mean, that word a little too much, my friend. What are you it's talking about? You just said that Courtney Cox survived. I don't think she'll be in the next one. That's all I said. You gotta listen to words, my friend. Jeez. Does he all hear right. everything? <laughs> I, I just have, I want to wrap this up with one more statement in regards to okay. uh, Jimmy being on the Aaron and Abe podcast. I just want to clarify something. When when Jimmy made mention of Cinescare, Aaron referred to us as a rival podcast. Yeah, um, I like I what really the? it. Listen to it again. I'm like, Aaron, what? What's the? We are we are not rivals. We are that's Sandra's. Yeah, so yeah. Oh no, he's I, a I rival if now. You, if you got if you got you know issues with us, Aaron, you know, just let us know. Send yeah, me bring email. it on, We're all man. Ears. Yeah. Bring it on, yeah. you good looking I'm, son of a I'll, bitch. Come on. Well, I'm saying this, and it's it's falling on deaf ears. I don't think Aaron listens to our show. No, I doubt he does. He's he's too busy. Even though I've his doing, own podcast for 12 yeah i think they're up to like they're up to fifty thousand and thirty eight oh numbers or yeah. you know, for their podcast yeah it's, they it's, do it's well it's like sixty two thousand well. yeah well let's move on uh 
Let's see. Do we really have to though? Like, do they? We really have to move on to today's movies. There's nothing else. I don't we know. We, no, 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 like, no. Yeah, not, there's still there others. Yet. We're not yeah. there. So, Joe, what? What have? Joe, what have you watched recently? Uh, I've watched well a few things. Um, first of which, and most importantly, in, in my opinion, is I watched uh, Last Shift from 2015. Oh, it's uh, yeah. about a rookie yeah. cop who's got the uh, there's a police precinct that's being shut down because the brand new one got built halfway across town. And there's one more night that this place is going to be open. Everybody's out of it. Everybody's already been moved. They just basically need her to babysit this empty police precinct so that um, somebody is there to let the hazmat team in at like four o'clock in the morning because I got to pick up like all the the impounded uh, hypodermic needles and stuff that got, you know, confiscated from drug raids and whatnot. So anyway, she's there by herself overnight and some spooky things start to happen. And that's as far as I'm getting into this. The reason that I'm bringing it up is I didn't know anything about this. Matt apparently has already seen it. Uh, was it a couple of years ago, last year, Shocktober? And you're on mute. Um, but anyway, um, this is directed by Anthony de Blasi. <laughs> There's Matt. Uh, he directed dread, which we saw, but anyway, this is being remade by the same director who apparently, you know, it got enough of groundswell the first time in 2015 that he's got enough money that he can remake this the way that he wants to. And mm -hmm. it's supposed to be coming out later this month. Uh, actually I've got March 31st as yeah. a release date, but it's being called Malum is the, is the remake. Wow. So. Yeah, that, that I did talk about this a couple of years ago during Shocktober, and I really enjoyed it. It had a very creepy vibe to it, and it you know it was a it was sort of a almost a dream logic kind of thing, almost. But it uh, you know it was basically somebody stuck in a building by herself, and it's sort of like these hauntings happening. It was pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah, I I'm not normally just like a spooky ghost type of thing, but this is beyond that. This is visceral. This is disgusting. Lots of blood. It was right up my alley. So, yeah, it was good. It's a good combination um, of ghost and gore. Yes, exactly. Uh, the other things that I've watched is I took a cue from Matt and I started watching Servant and I made it through the entire first season and I am hooked. Wow. Yeah, I, I cannot figure out how they're going to get this story to go for another three seasons. But um, yeah, it's it's got me on the edge of my seat. Um, I'm, I don't, we've talked about the, or Matt, you've talked about this yeah. enough. Uh, yeah. I was going to uh, save it until to talk about a little bit next week. Cause the uh, finale, the series finale is next week, but yeah, yeah no, it's great. And this, okay. this new season, fantastic. It is, it is fantastic. This last yeah. season is, is maybe the best season. I'm, I'm trying mm -hmm. to get as caught up as I can as quickly as I can, but yeah. there's no way I'll make it in time, but um, anyway, and then of course I watched the season finale of the last of us, like I'm sure you guys did too, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and that's, Oh, no, got missing one. Um, it's tremendous. Yep. I, I can't think of an episode that I didn't like, mm -hmm. and I actually bought the game and started playing the game just cause I'm curious to see how different it is from the show to the, to the game. So what do you, what, yeah. what do you think of it, Joe, so far the game, the game is it's tremendous for me because I am not like I've tried playing 
like Call of Duty and stuff like that. And my son just kicks my ass every time I oh, don't yeah, no. aim very well. This <laughs> game is really kind of on autopilot. You don't really have to do a whole lot. It's a lot of exposition. You're just there watching this gorgeous, by the way, story. Mm-hmm. Um, the graphics are absolutely phenomenal. But, you know, every once in a while you get sunken into the story and then, oh, oh I, I got to get that controller out and I got to, you know, sneak up on somebody and hit them with a brick. Um, it's, <laughs> it's great. It's just my speed. So uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Great. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, the new, the last, or this episode I thought was uh, really good and, and the whole series has been great. So I'm, I'm curious to see, cause I, do know something about what happens in the second half in the part two of the game. And, uh, and so I'm very curious to see how they, what they do, if they, it seems like they've been sticking with it very faithfully. So it sounds like, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what they do if they, if they continue to stick with that, because if they do, well, it's a big deal. Um, yeah, Joe, anything a, else that you, anything else you watched, Joe? Oh, nope, sorry, Mark. That, Go ahead. That was it. That was it. No, uh, no, I just with with the game, me playing all the way through the game, um, it's gone to a little bit different direction because they kind of ended the game at the end of uh, this season, and now it's going forward. So there's it's the unknown now. Uh, what's what's going to happen? So I'm really excited about it. I I think they did a really good job. Um, well, have with you this. played the part two yes. of the game? Oh, oh no, 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 no. I, I, I mean, I, I've heard what happens at the beginning of uh, the second game, and yeah. I'm not looking forward to playing it because it, there's a lot of backlash of what happened. Yeah. And but I don't think they're gonna go that fast. I think there's mm-hmm. gonna be not filler episodes because uh, the filler episodes that they did with the first season, such as episode three where they explain just two sentences in the game and you have i think the best episode out of the whole series i think they're gonna elaborate a little bit more on those kind of episodes so i mean i i got nothing but high hopes with for this uh show it's 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 phenomenal yeah, I don't. That, I've heard some comments, and it, they lead me to think that they're going to do something at the very beginning of the next season that came with the part two of the game. So, um, okay, musical number. <laughs> no, um, yeah. uh, Jimmy, did you, or Jimmy, did you watch anything recently? Um, I didn't watch The Last of Us. I keep I, everyone's talking about. It. I'm sure it's fantastic. I just it's a TV show, so probably not going to watch it. Uh, I watched Inside with uh, Willem Dafoe. Um, it's an interesting movie. I, it's uh, I like it. I respect it more than I think I, I enjoyed it. It's about a guy that's a thief stealing this priceless work of art, but he gets trapped in the house, and nothing. And literally, it's Willem Dafoe for uh, let's see. It's uh, I think it's how long is this movie? It's about two hours. Just him trapped in the house. Have with no running water, wow. so yeah, the 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 poopy time not fun. That's that seems disgusting. Um, but there it's it's kind of hard to watch in a way because it's it's kind of like there's a couple moments like oh god, oh god, and he's got he's magnificent in it. I mean he's it's it's all him, it's all him, and a pigeon. And 
Did you see this in the theater or is it streaming? Someplace? I did. I actually saw it in theater. It opens Friday today, actually, when this is airing. When okay. the show's airing, is it's in theaters. It's it's worth checking out as a, a very interesting film. If you're a Willem Dafoe fan, you're gonna at least get something out of it. It's an interesting looking film. I, I did like it. Nice. But that's about it. Yeah, I haven't mostly like I was catching up on a bunch of stuff I gotta do junkets for, and that's so I've been kind of crazy. Nice. But, yeah. Uh Mark, anything other than what we've already talked about that you watched recently? Uh James, just so you know, it's uh William Dafoe. Not Defoe. No, it's, it depends on who you ask, actually. I know. I'm <laughs> just giving you shit. Come on. Um, I saw, Chill out, man. Chill out. I, I'm just, what are you holding there? Is that a rubber chicken? It's a rubber chicken. You like it? That's pretty cool. Oh, my God. Go ahead, Joe. I was Joe. just about to ask where the trombone was, but thanks, man. No problem. Jeez Louise. Um, I watched Pennywise, The Story of It. Um, listening to uh, Joe. Um, great, great documentary. Really, really uh, fun facts in there. And I watched uh, Death Spa from 1988. <laughs> it, it's it's a fun one. It's a fun. It's terrible. <laughs> it's great. I love. You gotta it. see Aerobicide now. You gotta see Aerobicide. Oh, Aerobicide. There's a film uh, yes. called Aerobicide. Mark's, killer Mark's, workout Aerobicide. Mark's next pick is gonna be workout horror. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I am doing research. You could do it. I, I'm, do I'm it. doing research, but I kind of want to uh, repay uh, Joe. So I've been doing research on a subject to repay Joe for uh, the Feldman episode. Oh, I, I've got ideas to repay Joe for that. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, found footage. Here we come. <laughs> Slow burn found footage. 12 <laughs> yeah. movies. All A24, the weirdest <laughs> and the most slow moving. Yep. Yep. Yeah, as slow as I can find them and as found yep. footage as I can find them. Can't... Do you have any more? Th- There's got to be a few three hour ones we got to put on there, Matt. I hope so. Oh, my God. Yes. Anything else, Mark? No, no, that's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I did watch a few things. I watched Attachment that Joe talked about, I think, last time, which I really enjoyed that a lot. That was a good, good, uh, that was a good one. And I thought that the both actresses were really good, really fantastic. And it had some creepy stuff going on. I thought the uncle was hilarious. The guy who played the uncle, he was hilarious. Uh, but so it's got some humor, but it's it's also got a lot of tension, and I I really thought that was definitely worth checking out. This is one I believe is on Shutter, if I'm not mistaken. So definitely, I highly recommend that. It's one of my favorites of the year so far. Another one I watched was Significant Other, and this one actually came out in 2022, and I think it had some kind of a theatrical run because it's I don't believe it is a 2023 release, but this one stars. Micah, what's it, what's her name from? Uh, Micah Monroe. Yeah, from from It Follows. Yeah, Micah yeah, Micah Monroe. Monroe. And she's she pretty. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, definitely. And uh, Jake Lacey, he was in. If he was the husband of uh, Alexandra Daddario from White Lotus, and it's it's good. I'm not sure. It's a mix of genres. It's a little sci-fi almost in a way. And that's not giving too much away because something happens at the very beginning that lets you know what, what's going to come. But it's it's definitely horror-ish. So uh, I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Not great, but good. 
And then I watched one that I really, really did like, and this is probably maybe my favorite movie of the year so far, and that is Harbinger, or, or The Harbinger, I guess. Um, and this one is about a woman named Monique who leaves her family quarantined to help a friend who's suffering from terrible nightmares, but she learns too late that the bad dreams are contagious along with the demon behind them. So this is one of those, it's like a contagion movie. It's set during the early days of the COVID pandemic. Uh, the Harbinger, I, re- I, I highly recommend this one. It's a, it's a really good one. And it is I, I now I can't remember where where I watched the Harbinger. Um, oh well, it's on Tubi, believe it or not. It, but and it's a new one. It's a new movie, but it's on Tubi. Or you could rent it if you don't want to deal with Tubi commercials. I watched it on Tubi, and I was a little leery because you know commercials kind of take you out of a film, especially one that's kind of creepy. And but it it didn't didn't bother me. And I, I highly recommend it. It definitely brought back memories of the early days of the pandemic when everything shut down and people are worried about what's going to happen and, and all of that. And I, I, I really enjoyed it. It also kind of dealt with societal breakdown. I, I thought it was a good movie. Um, we already talked about The Last of Us. Uh, we, I think I'd like to talk a little bit more about Servant next time. But there is a series of Chucky that I've been watching on uh, I believe it's on Hulu, maybe, if I'm not mistaken. And it's actually pretty good. We watched two episodes. It's definitely worth checking out if you want to watch horror television. I, I recommend it. It's done pretty well. There's some humor, as you, you know, as you might guess. And but it's it's done well. So I guess that brings us to the night of the living hell that we have been going through these last hardcore. two weeks, Joe brought us hardcore horror. So Joe, oh, for the love of God, take it away. Well, why hardcore you- horror stands for hard to watch Corey Feldman horror mm. for those of you who don't know. So I picked originally six, uh, hoary, I'm sorry, horrible Corey Feldman horror movies. Uh, unfortunately I found out, uh, midway through one of them, I was unable to watch. So, um, fortunately, I don't know if Matt and Mark, if they're, they were the only two that were able to watch it, if they're going to want to discuss this one or not, I have no notes on it as far as I'm concerned. Um, the six degrees of hell. Oh yeah. Yeah. I wasn't able to watch it actually. That this was five degrees of hell. Yes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm the only one who watched that goddamn movie. I, yeah, I, I, fuck I that. Did I'm not watching purpose. that movie. I, I was, I was kind of hoping Matt could just review the film by himself. I, I think we should do everyone a service and just skip it. No, well, yes, I, which is what I thought we had determined online. But well, Joe, that's a I'm, no, I, I said I would watch it, and then Mark said, "Yeah, I'll watch it too. It's Corey." Well, well I, yeah, but said, I, I was, I wasn't able to. You were said you were oh. going to go over to your mom's, I think, right? No, I, man, my parents, my parents, my parents, Roku wasn't working. I couldn't. Uh, I did, they, they were in Colorado skiing, and I uh, wasn't able to. So, well, okay, I went. I did watch this goddamn thing, and let me see. Where's my review? You're gonna here? give it two thumbs up, or no? I gave it. I believe <laughs> Ten, I gave five, it half a star. Five stars. Oh, yeah. Wow. Here's the half a star. It, 
here is the review that I did on on Letterboxd for it. It's basically unwatchable, as if made by people who had never seen a movie before. And one of the main <laughs> characters is a 20-something guy who dates underage girls, one of whom is referred to as a middle schooler with no correction. Mind you, no one comes up and says, oh, she wasn't middle school. No, they say, call her a middle. The dad says, quit dating middle schoolers. And he doesn't correct his dad and say, no, she's in high school at least. Uh, and we're supposed to be rooting for this guy. Corey Feldman is as terrible as always, but and he's hardly in it. Um, as with most of these movies, he was he was hardly in it. I, I shouldn't say terrible as always. Not I, most. I hate, so, I hate bagging on him, but it was absolutely awful i barely remember much about it um but i did watch it so um yeah no this was this was not good not good okay it was, it was not the worst of the six but it was very close very close. wow yeah. okay there's and something it, worse so well thanks for watching it matt if anybody has roku it is all you have to do is when you're on your main menu on roku search six degrees of hell and it will pop up um, but but Matt, let's. You don't have to do that. Don't do that to yourself. No, no. I I would saying, I would don't, I would don't, warn don't. people against it unless they're no. just really huge Corey Feldman fans. And even then, it's hard. He's hardly in it. Um, or they just are a glutton for punishment. Yeah. Didn't he have blonde hair with a Michael Jackson strand? Huge Michael Jackson strand coming right down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched the trailer and some reviews, and uh, yeah. It, it had, in fact, okay, I did make notes, so I guess I could look at the <laughs> oh, notes. Oh, good God. Um, this is awesome. Have, Thank you, you Matt. You don't have to. Yes, he does. Yes, arm. he does, no, Joe. This is like there forcing somebody to recant a car accident they were in. Hey, Joe, yeah. you made me yeah. watch these goddamn things. You're going to listen to the review. <laughs> at least at least three extras good look point. right at the camera at the beginning of this movie. By the way, there's a, there's a, a haunted, it's kind of set around a, a, a haunted house, a haunt. And, and the, so they know. show people in line to go into the haunted house and at least three of the extras looked right at, into the camera down the barrel uh main guy the main guy dates a middle schooler and he's the hero i have no idea what is happening in this movie they just did a flashback within a flashback so they there <laughs> there's a flashback going on and then somebody in the flashback has a flashback um, so it's like inception yeah uh, yeah, that's why I don't fall asleep on planes. Uh, all of the action, any action scene is all the action is cut out. You find out what happens at the beginning. Like if a fight starts, you find out them, you see them starting to fight and then you see somebody just laying on the floor. Uh, so that's, whatever happens great. In, in between. This is, sounds amazing. Is, you cut is, out all no. that needless action. <laughs> yeah, who needs to see action? <laughs> this sounds great, actually. God, could you imagine if they did that in the John Wick films? Yeah. Mm. And then it's like this movie was made by people who never seen a movie. Um, in the haunted house, mm. the middle schooler is dating some new 20-something guy. <laughs> so they, we see the middle schooler later. She's dating a guy who maybe even looks older than the hero. That's daddy um, issues. So the filmmakers in this, I, I question why they had to insert that and have the guy dating the middle schooler who's 20 by the way the hero Why is he the, the hero yeah what does that yeah. say about the people who made it so who, played who, that who was the guy that played the hero by the way i got i gotta see i gotta see who this is um I, was it the director because i think the director's an actor in it too it's it might what is, this, what is this atrocity called again 
six, six degrees, degrees of, hell. of hell. And believe oh, me, yeah. the name that the, the movie lives up to the title. Um, the I'm, the I, I know that the producer, one of the producers who kind of funded this uh, film, um, the mansion. He owns that mansion, and it's used as a, a haunted uh, hotel. Um, ah. so mm. that's where they were filming it. I'm I did, I did some research on it. They couldn't mm-hmm. film this within two blocks of a grade school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're probably true. Oh my god, Jill Whelan is in this. Oh my good god, yeah, from yeah. the love boat. Yeah, the love boat. Da-da-da-da. Yeah, I don't, it might so be Damon Bonetti, maybe. I can't remember oh, who. I, it, now, I, the, some of the, a lot of the cast, shockingly, was it doesn't. Joe? Was it Joe Rafa? Was it the Kellen Hudson? Was that the uh, guy? No, I think it's I think it's Damon Benetti. Oh, but shockingly, okay. half the cast does not have Academy a picture Award on IMDb. Winning Damon Benetti. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's won something. Okay, David so Benetti. that's that's more than enough time spent on that movie. Wow. Academy, <laughs> well, thank Academy you, Matt. Watcher. Damon Look at Benetti. you taking one for the team. I definitely did. He fell on his wow. bayonet. You're a freaking fell dog now. Wow. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Wow, he just said so. Should we? Should we move on to the first one that we've all watched? Sure thing, Hamster. All right, Uh, which would be the 1995 classic Voodoo, (laughs) which of course um, the budget was unknown, which is a theme for most of these films. They didn't report on the budget, and they didn't report on the box office gross, probably because there wasn't any. Uh, This movie is about a kid named Andy who comes to a campus in order to be closer to his girlfriend, Rebecca. We'll get into that more later. Uh, Since he needs a place to stay, he joins one of the college fraternities. However, a strange looking man warns him that the fraternity is just a cover up for a weird voodoo cult. So one of the things I wanted to point out is this girlfriend of his that he's all excited to see. And actually he has a bit of a, a, background on this story he was over in europe doing something over there and he said you know what the hell with it forget it i'm gonna move back to the united states just so i can be with this girlfriend of mine who wants nothing to do with him it's just painfully obvious that she could care she she almost seems like upset with the fact that he's back on campus yeah yeah it's it's abysmal um and i i do want to point out too that there are two otherwise famous people in this film that I can't get over. First of which is Jack Nance, who, mm-hmm. play, you know, this is a racer head. He's yeah. in this Corey, yeah. Hel- Corey Feldman movie. Right. And the last one, did you guys catch the last famous person? Uh, who? Sarah Douglas. You might have remembered her as Ursa from Superman Part 2. Remember the, the three uh, people that came down? They were trapped yeah. in that parallelogram she was the doctor who was in on it the whole time that's her that's her wow that's her yeah so anyway i absolutely love this film it was better than anything i've seen in my entire life so what did you guys think about this mark let's start with you well this is uh the tail end of Corey's career from you know, his heyday. Um, he, he was already struggling with finding work and was only being offered straight to video movies. Unfortunately, fortunately I enjoyed this film and it was nice to see Curry not dancing like Michael Jackson for once in his film. Uh, there is 
Unfortunately, him wearing a white V neck shirt with a red butted down shirt that reminisces, of course, Michael Jackson at that time when the film came out with uh, Michael Jackson doing Space Jam uh, video jam. You know, you know, Michael Jackson having the white v-neck shirt and the red shirt mm-hmm. i mean it, it, it's a staple of michael jackson's wardrobe unfortunately Corey feldman had to wear that costume that you know throughout the whole like like half the film which was kind of jarring i was going oh gosh we almost got no michael jackson from uh, Corey feldman because even his hair wasn't even like michael jackson's um but um I mean, I, I thought I thought Corey did pretty good uh, acting wise, you know, um, other than his growling voice and whatnot. I thought all the actors, you know, for the budget of the film were, you know, trying their best. I thought the uh, the main villain, uh, that frap guy, wasn't too bad in the film. I, I enjoyed I mean, I enjoyed it. I loved the the shotgun voodoo scene. Um, little hit a little bit too close to home uh, with the uh, school <laughs> shootings and whatnot. But I mean, I thought it was kind of a neat little concept and how they did that. And uh, yeah. And uh, just poured salt in uh, someone's beer and uh, you know, you, you're going to get a convulsion. I, I, I liked this film. It, it, it was fun. It, it wasn't too bad out of all the films that we've seen. <laughs> all right, Matt, you're up. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> this is, I mean, the headache had already started before this point. Cause I think this was the second movie I watched and the first, yeah, you one started did. with Zombex. Yeah. I watched, I watched the worst movie at first, but voodoo was second and it was not a huge step up. There's no desire at any point to move the plot along in this movie. It's like, they just don't seem to care about pacing. Marsh's frat is probably the lamest frat I've ever seen in my life. Pacing, pacing, pacing. Why would you hold the flash up light up to your face? Like at, at one point, Corey comes into a room and he's got a flashlight and he's holding it up to his face like this. And and I'm like, why would you? There's no reason when you're alone to hold a You only do that to scare somebody, not to walk, not to. But he's obviously mugging for the camera. Yeah, I um, noticed that. I noticed that, Matt. Also, um, him just trying to sneak around. He just walks into any room without even creeping in. He just barges in like he's walking in like a yeah. normal day. Yeah, there's his sneaking <laughs> is not very good. Uh, Omega hazing is probably worse than the preppy frat. Uh, Jack Nance is slumming in this movie, and it seems like all of his scenes happen in front of this little tree. Um Corey doesn't know how to run. I, I realized yes, that first in this movie. And I don't think he knows. I don't think he's probably ever run. No, he, no, that's just how he runs. He ran that way and stand by me. He just, he has an awkward run. Yeah. I, I thought maybe like it was one of those things where he had to take running lessons, you know, like a vocal coach or something would, it's like to try to help him. Yeah. He, it just looks so incredibly awkward when he picks up. Yeah. Speed. Yeah. 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 No, it's it, <laughs> this was a slog to get through, a hor- yeah. horrible slog to get through this thing. But yeah, no, he's all. running. It's like he's, it's it's almost like he's got prosthetic limbs and he's yes. trying to run. Yeah, it's very odd. His his arms are always in front of him too, and then it goes back for a couple of seconds yeah. and then comes back. It's yeah. it's fantastic. But uh, yeah, this was a movie that I watched. 
Jimmy. Um, Jack, Jack, Nan- uh, Jack Vance was great in that one scene with his son. Well, I, he's I, always I, good. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, but oh, Jimmy. I'm sorry. Sorry, Jimmy. Um, I just have to go into the dark room. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy turned on the flashlight and shining it up his face now. That's so, um <laughs> That's great. This is one of the, the probably the better of the five, and it's absolute dog shit. Um, I, I, at least I felt like when I was watching the guys, at least there were a couple of good performances. At least it wasn't like the, the frat, it does the dumbest frat ever. I hate this frat. I hate the frat boys. I I hated Mm -hmm. everyone in this film. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. It it just felt like a low rent covenant, low rent, the craft, low rent, like it like just says, I know what they're trying to go for, but I, I I appreciated like Corey's not terrible in it. He's fine. You almost feel bad for him because you're like, well, you, kind of came from good movies and now you're doing this but uh, i think it's the i think mark's right it's the tail end of his career and yeah and it's the tail or not tail end of his career but the tail end of i think him still taking himself a little seriously as an actor and now and not into the kind of caricature that he's become yeah yeah but who doesn't go into a room with a flashlight like this seriously i think mark said it was the tail end of his hame days or hey, yeah. the heydays. No, no. There's well, there's plenty hey. of films with uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Hamster um, afterwards. We'll, we'll get we'll way get more than you later. might think. Yeah. Well, yes. I want to hear what Mark has to think. <laughs> oh, we oh already I already did. did. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. We yeah, are, I've already. I, Jimmy, for God's sake. I literally <laughs> just watched this well, movie. I'm trying to forget it. I'm honestly trying to forget all of these movies. As no, not at all. I'm not going to I'm not gonna forget this film. I, I think this film's okay. Oh, um, it kind of felt like, uh, I believe Matt um, said this. Uh, I believe it's it. a, <laughs> I believe it's kind of like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode. You know? Yeah, right, well, Matt? No, no, I wouldn't say it is like one, but I, I thought that the the visuals, it looked like a Buffy episode, yeah. Well, yeah, no, it's, it's, it didn't it's look set that in good. the 90s. It looked, like a, it looked like a really bad episode of Charmed. Like, when mm, the later yeah, years of be. Charmed, yeah. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, 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 yeah like it, it, really, it had a 90s feel to it, of course, because it was in 1995. With bad camera work and, and bad cinematography and bad lighting. Yeah, yeah, but maybe. It, it was like a two-part could, series couple of things i wanted to point out is i'm assuming everybody else caught that they were really trying really hard to be the lost boys but instead of joining vampires or joining a frat yep mm-hmm. um it really bothers me when well we discussed this in the last episode um more midriffs on doctors right yeah you know is this they're not believable yeah. um and who goes into a bar and orders a vodka and orange juice doesn't everybody in the world know that's a screwdriver yeah it's a screwdriver yeah. Um, and but most importantly, the best thing in this entire film was Corey Feldman's pajamas. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they were the okay. nicest looking pajamas I've ever seen in my life. They were comfortable. Button down. Those so, out. Oh, they were gorgeous. Like I gotta find a pair. So I know I, right, I should start gonna... sleeping in those kind of pajamas. I don't want to know what you sleep in. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right, we're gonna. Nude. Quickly move over to number two chronologically. Don't want to know. Um, with a budget of $2,400,000, our next film is 
Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys from 2004. <laughs> uh, a group of toy makers seek to use Andre Toulon's formula, now in the hands of Toulon's great nephew, Robert, to give life to a line of killer toys that they plan to unleash on Christmas Eve, starring Corey Feldman and Vanessa Angel. Why did she do this movie? She's a treasure. She was in Kingpin. She was in Spies Like Us. Yeah. She was in the TV sitcom version of Weird Science. Uh, anyway, let's get this ball rolling. Jimmy, what'd you think? Uh, look, I <laughs> so I followed the, like I saw, I was a fan of the Full Moon movies. They were, I always felt the Full Moon were a step above the Asylum films, like in general. And they're not good per se, but you had a lot of talent that came from this, you know, like mm-hmm. so in, the first couple of Puppet Masters were okay. Um, I, I, and I guess the world was clamoring for a puppet master versus demonic <laughs> toys at the time. It's just not good. Like, yeah. it's just the, the, I, there's nothing like scary about a bunch of pups. Going, yeah. Shut up. Stupid. I, I, I Oh my god, I hated it. I, I really, really, really it was one of the worst sequels in this particular bad franchise. I don't I don't know. I, I like what was there was one thing I had that one of the kills, um everything was ridiculous. And and you're right about Vanessa Angel. She's a lovely woman. Um I don't know. I just I really Yeah, I just Joe, you really fucked us. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah. I just like, I, I, I think I feel like I have, I'm in shock over Cause I, I, I made the mistake of watching these all yesterday and I'm, yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm having issues to be yeah. honest. I'm not okay. All right. So Matt, yeah. what did you think? Oh, um, Every one of your reviews so far has started out with this audible uh, sigh. I, I know. I have to get ready. Um, <laughs> how many times does the lady say she freeze? It seems like she said it like 8 million times when she was trying to get somebody to do something. Uh, this movie is under 90 minutes, but it feels like it's three hours long. There was a, was there a massive outcry for bringing these two franchises together? Because I don't remember that moment in time. Uh, no, no, not yeah. at all. The cop, the cop, uh, look doesn't look like a cop but she does look like the daughter look like Corey feldman's daughter in the future like like it looks like she could it would have shocked me if it had turned out that the daughter had had somehow traveled to the future and that was actually the daughter um why that would be a third franchise and then why terminator yeah exactly why didn't the song christmas house become a huge hit that song <laughs> that song that the kids sing when they bring over the the christmas i'm like that's the worst there's no they, they i don't know if they didn't think they could get rights to like jingle bells which is in the public domain or what but they they decided to do their own christmas carol there for a minute and it was terrible uh having said all that i found Corey feldman to be the least problematic part of the movie i I, he's playing older than himself obviously they made him gray and i thought he was kind of funny um in it and i didn't mind him so much this was one probably the only movie 
that we watched where I didn't feel like every time I didn't feel like he was thrown into the movie just to say they had Corey Feldman. I think I feel like every other movie, I believe it felt like he didn't need to be in it and they only put him in there so that they could have his name in the, in the cast. Well, aside from voodoo, obviously, because he's well, voodoo. That, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. Voodoo, voodoo in this one. That's right. Yeah. All the others, the other four, it seemed like he didn't need to be there. Um, yeah. so, I mean, he wasn't great in it and uh, there wasn't much to work with. And yeah, I think you're right. The, the whole doll premise is just not, there's nothing particularly scary or interesting about it. I don't yeah. know how this, I mean, this, this franchise is, is pretty long franchise puppet master. Well, they're cheap. I mean, you can make these, these movies really cheap and they do, they do. They rent. must make People money. Watch these movies. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they know it's like, you know, it's like the whole Roger Corman thing. Yeah. <laughs> They, the, there's a there's an audience for these movies. Well, I got to point out this True. is not part of that franchise. This is not part of canon. Oh yeah, it's it's like a yeah. This is an offshoot. Of, yeah, offshoot oh. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why mm-hmm. it sucks so much, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I just. I don't want to offend the puppet master. You know the the right. true believers, the the purists. Ah, okay. You know, yeah. are there a lot of puppet master fans? There, obviously, three. Yeah, yeah three there's a few. I mean. I like there's the first ten few of them. movies. Yeah, I think they have like their own the convention. There's like mm. ten yeah. Puppet Master films. Yeah. yeah, no, I meant fans though. I, I didn't. Oh, fans. You know, I, like you don't see, well, you know, that uh, Puppet enough... Master shirt very often or anything. I actually had Puppet Master dolls for a while. I I honestly did because I think the first two or three are actually decent little movies for what they are. They're not bad. They're not bad, but like. As they progressed, I know this will shock you. They got worse and yeah. worse, yeah, and worse. And but see, worse. I think they missed the mark because it's those aren't the toys to market. It's the demonic toys that they should have marketed, right? You know yeah. that baby oopsie alone would have made millions. Oh my yeah. god! So all right, Mark, him farting to awesome. jump. Oh my god! His fart propulsion. Yeah, yeah that's oh. awesome. Yeah, this uh, this film's a masterpiece. Uh, well, no, it's not. Um, I had a, I, I mean, I had fun uh, watching it, but mostly because, because um, you know, Fell Dog in there with the spray uh, silver in his hair was just his hair was completely just incredibly crazy and wild. Um, his daughter was okay in it. Um, I've never watched a Puppet Master film or demonic uh dolls is that what it is demonic or, toys 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 I've, I've never yeah. seen a film of this so i i Same. went in i went in cold i didn't know what i mean i recognize blade the guy with the in pinhead and mm-hmm. um the guy with the circle the jester or something i've never seen these uh toys the other uh, the demonic toys ever so the baby you know, super farts was completely like, what the hell is, what the hell am I watching? I almost wanted to watch one of the films just to try to understand, but I, by the end of the film, I just didn't care. Um, I, it was, it was like, they were just ad lip ad living at the end. It's like, Oh, Christmas dinner. Oh, it's okay. looks like we're going to have Christmas dinner. And they're like skipping yeah. away. It was, it was, it was completely crazy. Um, yeah. Matt was right with the freeze part. Um, she just stood in the corner saying freeze, didn't move or anything, just kept on saying right. freeze. Like, why not shoot? Right. Um, that doesn't work. 
just to stand there and go, freeze. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the devil in it or the demon, the the main character was so laughably corny oh, yeah. and cheap and just... It reminded me of Psycho Gorman. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of. Kind yeah. Of. Um, All the way through it was just... It, it, it was kind of a slog fest. Um, wasn't my favorite out of the group at all. So yeah, I, I didn't really like this. But hey, it was a Corey film, so it was like opening up a nice Christmas present. It's like opening up a polished turd on Christmas morning. Uh, yeah, no. that's, the, that's the Christmas present. I, the kids go screaming, crying. <laughs> hey, I never oh, saw fuck, it before. Yeah. So I mean, that's just like not one more Corey Feldman for me. So. Um, Wow. Yeah, I just want to make Whoa. a comment on his hair. His hair looks like it was done by my high school drama teacher yeah. to make him look older. And right. I don't know what the hell he was doing with his voice either. But yeah, no, I, yeah, it was it. It was. I it, think he, he was trying to do like a frog like brother, doc. huh? It, it, it sounded brother, like a frog or, brother. I thought he was. Mm. I thought he was trying to do you know crazy doctor thing like Doc from uh, Back to the Future or something like yeah. that. Like I, like oh, he know. probably was. Yeah. But, by the way, I, I totally irrelevant. But you said Doc from, you know, remember what his first name was? The no. Doctor from, from Back to the Future. Doc Brown. Do- yeah. yeah. What's his first, first name? His first name. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's Emmett. E M I T. You know what hmm. that is? It's time spelled backwards. Uh, Doctor Emmett Brown. I had no idea. I never knew that. Thank I was you. Today years Thank old you. when I found Look that. Look at out. those tidbits. So, wow. Yeah. Holy- Oh, you just wait till we get to trivia. Oh, Jesus. Um, all right. We're going to move on to uh, Do we the have next... to? Yeah, we're going to. <laughs> um, 2013 Zombex. And again, the budget is unknown. Uh, Zombex tells the story of a post-Katrina New Orleans as it deals with a new disaster, a zombie apocalypse. Uh, the residents are no longer experiencing the depression of post-traumatic stress uh, due to the trauma of the hurricane, thanks to the revolutionary Zombex, a rogue yet clinically proven antidepressant pharmaceutical manufactured by a nefarious organization. For those who call the Big Easy their home, everything is just now turning around for them. Or could it be the drug Zombex talking? Just as things are turning around for the city, it's people and uh they once again must face disaster of epic proportions now this movie is starring lou temple malcolm mcdowell Corey feldman david christopher sid haig and john doe and this movie is by far out of all of them my opinion the worst thing that we watched and it probably is because Corey feldman doesn't even get introduced into this film until there's eight minutes left of it I and can't there's no understand reason. That. There's no even reason why he's even in this film, just to, for mm-hmm. clout to say Corey Feldman's in it. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. he had no. There was no reason for him to be there. I mean, it, and when he was in it, they just cut to uh, um, Lou Temple, uh, the the broadcasting guy, like start talking, right. and you just hear him in the background talking to Malcolm McDowell, just "Hey, how are you doing?" and all that, and it gives, and all he does is give a shot. That's it. It was like what. My- my thought is the city of New Orleans has suffered enough. They don't need this movie shot there. Um, although I did see that it was written and directed by Jesse Daytona. I'm wondering if that's Jackie Daytona's brother. Um, and don't they know that? Thanks, Jackie Matt. Daytona. Where's, there's no. There's. Where's the 
rim shot. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't get it. <laughs> there you go. Jackie Daytona is who you gotta I watch was for what ho- we do in the shadows trigger for Halloween. Oh, it was my Halloween costume. Oh. Anyway. Um, anyway, I, I, I want to know when, when are people going to learn that you don't take free pharmaceuticals? Uh, cause it always right. causes a zombie apocalypse. We've already learned this before. So, mm-hmm. um, anyway, Mark, why don't you go ahead and tell us what you thought of this wonderful movie? Yeah, it's, it's my least favorite. Um, I, it, I don't know. I don't, I don't think this film had an editor. I think they just, whatever they filmed, they would put it together. Um, I thought Lou Temple was okay in this. It was just weird seeing him in this film. He's such a better actor. I don't know. I don't know how all these actors got in this film. I don't like, why, why did they do it? Um, notice at the beginning. Yeah. Money Joe. Yeah, you're right. Um, I noticed at the beginning, the bartender at the beginning of this film was the bartender from Roadhouse who uh, got kicked out of uh, the bar for uh, skimming the till. That that was a nice little touch. I was like, oh, I know him. Um, Why the hell uh, take a zombie drug, um, his dad's uh, prescription, if he was looking for a high? Just like, why take that pill? Just get drunk or something if you're grieving over your mother. I, I, that didn't make any sense. Uh, Malcolm McDowell was just taking a paycheck, just going through these notes. Uh, the two girls in this film uh, change it to high heels and uh, short shorts for no apparent reason. They just did a costume change just out of the blue. All of a sudden, they just showed up in short shorts and high heels with Uzis. Um, the CEO guy was my favorite out of this whole film. <laughs> when he's with you know, his wife and his kid, like there's a zombie apocalypse going on and it looked like, you know, they were in the fifties and she's dressed like in, uh, you know, uh, we'll leave it to Beaver's mom. That's how she was dressed. And she was just like, watch your language. And this film, this freaking film, um, uh, Charlie Billingsley is June Cleaver. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, the lead, uh, staring in the mirror, talking to himself, uh, and he's saying, we're going to get through this. Uh, uh, there ain't nobody else. We're going to get through this. I thought he was speaking to me like, we're going to get through this film. Um, also, um, yeah, um, with with Sieg Haig uh, at the end, the general. Uh, and he says, tell me the story. How did you get here? You know, he's, oh, I don't want to bore you. He's, no, bore me, bore me. And then we see a two-minute uh, music video of exactly what happened throughout the whole entire film that we just watched was absolutely atrocious. I, I couldn't even believe that happened. It was musical exposition. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. How you move a story, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. This, this movie's not good. It's not good. Um, well done, Joe, you know, with, with, with these, with these films, it with clockwork orange, you know how they have Malcolm McDowell's eyes like wide open. I felt like this was what Joe was trying to do with me making me watch these Corey Feldman films to change my perspective and view of Corey Feldman. That's what I think that Joe was trying to do. Could be. If only it worked. Yeah. If only only. it worked. (laughs) Jimmy, what'd you have to think? 
Um, I no, look, I'm glad that the film took the 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 challenges and the 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 dangers of pharmaceutical companies and how they can affect this. It's a very important subject, and I think they did a marvelous job. Fuck this! This is a terrible fucking movie. Um, <laughs> good God, uh, I. I love how they do it. Like she, the, the, there's a scene where a news anchor is interviewing. I think it's it's the 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 blue, right? They they doing for some reason they decide to do it on the street when there's zombies everywhere. I mean that's smart. Yep. Um, yeah. Wow, there was no no nothing really smart in this film. Um, I was hoping the zombie apocalypse would kill them all, especially the old couple in the beginning. I hated them. I hated everyone in this film. Um, I really hate this movie a lot. The, although, yeah, it was terrible on every level. I, I yeah. Thanks, I think we Joe. concur. Seriously, sure. thank you, Matt. Thanks. Matt, what did you think? He loved it. Uh, I think this might be the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. I think it's <laughs> probably it's, it's right bad. up there. I I I. I I can't think of one that I thought was worse, to be honest. But you with haven't you, that seen I've Birdemic yet. You have no, not seen I have Birdemic. A, I have seen Birdemic is better than this. Yeah, no, I, Honestly, it's more entertaining. Yeah. I haven't seen Birdemic. Yeah, no, no, there's nothing entertaining about this. There's nothing no. worthwhile about this. Uh, Birdemic is my next pick. One of the editor, actually, I disagree about the editing. I think that the editor was working overtime in this thing. Uh, it was edited as though it was a 90 minute trailer. They they were trying to cut as much crap out of this as they could. I have a feeling they shot way more. That one of the editors edited Christmas Bloody Christmas, We Are Still Here, Gretel and Hansel, Orphan First Kill, Bliss, Mayhem. Uh, I mean, there's <laughs> this person's done a, quite a lot of big movies. If that's um, the case, Matt, then I mean, he should deserve an Oscar because, like, how bad could this film actually have been if, he, oh, if it, they had an it editor? Been I worse. mean, apparently, it could have been worse. Uh, oh my this, god, this, uh, when, when you search for it on Tubi, like when you go to search for the title, it obviously doesn't come up as a suggestion at all. When you search for it, you know how when you first type a, a letter or two and three, they start giving you suggestions based on what you're typing. This does not come up as a suggestion until you've already typed out Zombex. And even then it's not the first suggestion. It's almost like Tubi is saying, no, you don't want to watch, watch this. this. Yeah. You must've typed that X wrong. Um, yeah. It's like one long trailer. I have completely lost track of what's happening in this movie. This makes Snoop Dogg's movie look like a fucking Citizen Kane. Um, <laughs> Joe, I think you might owe Mark an apology on this one. Uh, no! Thank God for Tubi commercials. They were actually, I was like, I, I found myself relieved when the, when the Tubi commercial came on because yeah. I was like, oh, I can. I, best it's a, part of the movie. I can finally look part. away. Yeah. Yeah. At, yeah. At, some point I just started daydreaming. So I really can't tell you too much about a lot of this movie. Um, the car is the best thing in the whole movie. And they shot, they shot the hell out of that car. Yeah. Um, it was a good looking car. What, 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 yeah. what type of car was that? Uh, you know? I don't recall now. Damn. Um, Oldsmobilic. And then my last <laughs> note was, I, th I think this could be the worst movie ever. And I believe it's the worst movie I've ever seen. So this is worse than six degrees of hell, which I haven't seen. Yes. This is worse okay. than that. Wow. I mean, they're, okay. they're very wow. close. 
Uh, let me see. I, cause I, I did, I gave this one and I would give it zero stars if that was possible, but, uh, you can't really do zero stars. So let me mm-hmm. see. I gave this half a star and I gave six degrees of hell half a star, but I think six, six degrees of hell might be just slightly better than Zombex. Zombex was offensively bad. Yeah. I would like to yeah. just point out, I would like to point out in my defense that I could have, but did not make everyone watch the Toxic Avenger Part 4. Oh, I almost watched that just to yeah. to, Why? to put one over, but I didn't. Is because he in it? I watched God. the first fight. Oh, yeah, he's in it. And Feldman? I watched the first eight minutes of it, and I could not stomach anymore. Mm. Ooh, yeah. I got to watch that one. Yeah. Good. Have fun. Um, yeah. Okay. We're going to move on to I, what I think is the most controversial of all the movies that we watched, which is the 2018 classic Corbin Nash. Yay. Um, Again, budget unknown, uh, but this is about a rogue police detective in search of his parents' killer. Uh, He is murdered and then reborn as the ultimate killer. And I'm keeping all of my comments till the end. Jimmy, what did you think about this? You know... I can't even, I was going to make a joke and say something like about, I did about the pharmaceutical. These are just bad movies, dude. These are And look, I get it. I know people that make these kinds of movies. I've done a couple of these kinds of movies. They're terrible, but they're, and they're fun to work on. They really are. But like watching them is hell. And this one is, uh, okay, let's, what's this lead dude? Okay. Uh, You have a great cast here. What the? F is Michael uh, or not sorry, Malcolm McDowell doing here. What the hell is that? Yeah. What the hell is with his character? It yeah. makes, yeah, I know that, but it's like write a decent character, write something interesting. It was stupid. Um, and the Rutger answer, Hauer? I mean, money. Yeah. yeah. But how much money is he really making? I mean, yeah, their budgets like, aren't that big. So how much they money don't make could that he, much. We don't no. know how big the budgets are. Probably. No, they don't probably around like, I mean, it, it's probably three, four days, five days of work. You know, they're only doing the scenes, so maybe fifty grand, maybe a hundred grand. I mean, I mean, who's Does not going to take the that money? money? That yes, yes, I guess Bruce, so. Bruce maybe Davis didn't pay his taxes. No, yeah. I mean, Courtney Gaines. Everyone's oh, got, everyone's got bills. Yeah, but this is yeah. It's it's. You can see what they're trying to do, and like you know, I I, I get a buddy of mine who does a. Um, Oh gosh, what are the sniper movies? He's the lead in a lot of those, and they're the, like the low budget direct sequels to the original film. They're okay for what they are. They're what they are, you know. Um, I think they're trying to do that with this character and trying to do. Although I, I was going to get that Nash tattoo. I mean, I, I'm a little bummed I didn't. Now uh, I figured God. we all had our last name tattooed across our chest. That's a usual thing, right? Yeah. Oh I yeah, mean, I, I figured everybody. Yeah. How else are you going to know who you are? That is a oh my god! Yeah. This is dumb. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Thanks. Sure. Thank you. Thank Matt. You. What did you have to say? God, uh, it was awful. Um, <laughs> the 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 apartment doors look like office doors with like something taped up to them to make them look like peepholes. Um. I don't know what timeline we were in for half of the movie. I felt like there was, I couldn't tell 
what was a flashback and what was happening, what w- what the present time was and what had happened in the past. And then I forgot at a certain point that we were in the past. It was bizarre. Corey Feldman is gloriously awful in this. It's so bad. It's almost a work of art. Too bad the movie isn't better or it might have been cult classic material. It might still be someday. I know we we love old bad movies. It might This might wind up in that territory. So I will reserve, put a pin on this one maybe, and someday it, it might be. I gave it one star. Um, it's that this one at least looks better than the other movies. It looks like the people making it knew what they were doing. Um, where were the, uh, that was uh, my question is where was the audience in all those MMA fight scenes? Obviously they just didn't have enough budget to have a crowd there and, and all of the, you know, difficulties that that involves. Um, and, and so they solved it by having them in shadows basically. But, uh, this is this was um the main actor was not good and this was another this was another one i was struggling to get through basically yeah i struggled to get through this i i had to break up these last few matt's breaking up i had to break i had to break them up over the last few days so yeah I think he's struggling to, uh, you know, this is this is hard. That what you put us through is really hard. It was yeah. difficult. I I feel it's like, like really training hard. for the Olympics. This yeah. was this was. I no, almost was felt like that we, you know, like it's like Shawshank pod. Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's you know, no redemption. You're crawl no. through a mile of shit to I, come out. I don't, clean on the end. I don't know how we come back from this. Actually, to be honest with <laughs> no, you, no, I I don't I don't Easily. think I, I I've lost a part of me. Easily there's me before no. this pick there's me after this pick yeah there's Matt Mark go ahead and tell us what you think uh, oh, I, I, I really like this film a lot I think it's uh, one of the best ones uh, out of uh, the group um, Corey went method on this film and when he got uh, finished with his makeup and uh, wardrobe he walked out of his trailer and he insisted on everybody calling him by his character's name Queenie um, I feel for like, those of you that haven't seen this, Corey Feldman is in drag the entire film, right? He's and in, it's in drag and he looks bad too, by the no, way. It's no, offensively no, bad, no. like, no, it's yeah, not. it's like it, so it's basically Absolutely making, like, especially what the, this movie has aged so poorly because it's no. just like trans people are fighting for their rights and all this stuff, and you're like, just oh, yeah, we're they're all scumbag, psycho weirdos. It was so gross, yeah, so no, gross. I no, I disagree wholeheartedly disgusting. with that. Nope, I disagree. I think no. uh, Corey looked gorgeous in this, uh, in this film. I did, I, I, I thought, wow, yeah, yeah, I thought Corey really nailed the uh. The character, I I thought that there's not one one time I saw Michael Jackson in it. Um, it he was really going for this. Um, I loved his voice, how he kept it low but not uh, grovelly. Uh, he was going, "Am I beautiful?" Um, when when he died at the end, and he's going, "Tell me I'm beautiful. Tell me I'm pretty." I mean, it was kind of a little bit of a heartbreaking scene for me. Are you just I, gonna recite lines that he said? That doesn't. That's not like a convincing the, argument. Just actually, for- I have a question about his voice. I, I have a note in here. Like the first time he's on screen, it's low. I have a note. Is I wonder who did the voice for Corey Feldman because <laughs> that didn't even seem like his actual voice that's coming him. out of him. 
it sounded like it was somebody else doing, you know, nope. ADR. No, that's him. That's him. We'll have to look that one up. Um, I, I thought Corey was great in this character. I really do. I thought he was fantastic. I thought the film was okay. I had no problem realizing what was happening. He was, I mean, it, with, with the UFC fight scenes and whatnot, I thought it was going back and forth. I thought it was really understandable that, when he was in the UFC, that was a flashback and it was getting to the point to where he's was found in the alley. Um, I, I, I thought it was a good film. Um, you know, Malcolm McDowell though, he was just sitting there, you know, pretending to be a blind guy. Uh, Rutger Hauer was just only at the beginning same with Bruce Davison. They were just collecting a paycheck, but it was fun, you know, seeing, uh, these, uh, these actors, you know, once again, I, I, I don't, I, I, I thought this film was very, very entertaining. I, I, I'm not going to say this film is just like a masterpiece or good. I'm just saying it, it was entertaining. I, I, I enjoyed this film a lot. I thought Corey hit a home run out of the park with this. I thought he was fantastic in this film. Okay. So I want to, back up just for anybody that hasn't seen this it kind of seemed like the guys that wrote it wanted to make their own superhero movie like Correct. something uh, yeah. that yeah. you would compare to like blade blade yeah and his yep. his signature sure. his signature weapon was going to be a sharpened baseball bat mm-hmm. uh, and the way that they connect that is the beginning of the movie they ask him about his parents what do you know about him and his his line is my mother was irish and my father played ball and then he finds out that the playing baseball was just a, a ruse to cover up him going around the, the country and hunting demons. Now, there's even another point in this film that infuriated me because it said that his dad won the World Series. And there's even a close-up picture of his father in this film wearing a Yankees jersey. Okay, so I took 25 minutes out of my day and I looked up Every year that the Yankees won the World Series, there were 27 times. Every year that they did that, I found the roster for every single player on a World Series winning New York Yankees team. And not one of them has a player whose last name is Nash. That took me 25 minutes. Wait, why? Where are the writers? Because prove how stupid the writers are. Why couldn't they have come up with a different name? Somebody who actually would have had a father who won the World Series. Or else why bring it up? Well, you know, it could have been Corbin Jeter. You know, this movie would have been better if they, instead of Corbin Nash, they just called it, they they just brought in Nisi Nash. That would have been better. Yeah. Anything. Nisi Nash. Anything Anything would have been better. Like, like a, like a, like a decent script, like a, like, like good performances, like anything would have been great. But we got mm-hmm. nothing, nothing, none of that. No. I the mean, only thing that I, saves this from being the worst movie I've ever seen is that I watched two other movies that were worse than this this week. <laughs> oh, stop it! it come on, Matt. It, it, the um, worst movie, I, Corbett Nash, the worst movie you've ever seen. Like these close six to it. movies, no, are the six, six of the worst movies the worst, I've ever yeah. seen, and Corbin Nash is one of them. Yes, They're really. Oh, I, yes. I, I disagree with that. I, I wouldn't go far that far with Corbin Nash. No, no. Oh, and and again, totally. just to emphasize how stupid the writers are in this film, I understand that he he likes the MMA and he wants to try to figure out a way to write that into the film. But you can't be everything to everybody. 
stay on one course, do your vampire hunter story. And by the way, why is this guy who got turned into a vampire suddenly all of a sudden on his own accord, deciding to hunt and kill other vampires? You're one of them. You're eventually going to succumb to this hunger and you're going to have to drink blood. Mm-hmm. so it, it just none of this made sense but yet he's going to go around with his new york yankee sharpened baseball bat and go hunting vampires and the, his girlfriend has always acted like 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 all of this happening her boyfriend becoming a vampire all this shit happening all around her but the expression that she has at all times is as though she can't find her shoes or something like like yeah. there's no she, she has no reaction to anything the hooker with the high. heart of gold is that who we're talking yeah, about yeah yeah okay you, you know what uh what other what other thing that bothered me is she has this picture of her brother that apparently disappeared a year ago to the day but yet they find the kid in Corey feldman's house or apartment and my thought is what has that kid been doing in Corey Feldman's apartment for a year? Just sitting around watching crappy black and white cartoons. Yeah. That made no sense. <laughs> I could see if he disappeared like a week ago, there's no way they would have kept that kid alive for a year. Right. He's food. Yeah. Good God. I mean, it was, it was, it's, it's the Irish version of blade. Shh, this is fucking <laughs> terrible. I think what pissed me off the most is that they dragged down baseball. Don't include America's pastime in your stupid story. (laughs) (laughs) You picked this. Pissed me off. I didn't realize. It's not like I saw this movie ahead of time and said, oh, we're going to watch this. Well, (laughs) it fit the theme. All right. So did Snoop Dogg. I'm moving on to the last film so we can put this to bed. God. Um, so this last film, I actually found a budget. It had a hundred and five thousand dollar budget, wow. and its worldwide worldwide gross was eleven thousand five hundred and seventy two dollars. Oh, so it lost a little money. <laughs> it lost a lot of money. Um, uh, but it's I'm called sh- Thirteen Fanboy. By that, because this is of these, I think this is the one that's probably the best known among people because it's uh, yeah. it's it's ties to Friday the 13th and and Friday the 13th right. fandom. So I I figured there would have been a built-in audience for this as opposed to the I, others. We we collectively probably just, you know, tripled their their viewings. Yeah. No, no. So anyway, this is 13 fanboy from 2012, uh, an obsessed fan stalks his favorite actors from the Friday the 13th films and beyond. Uh, mirroring his idol, Jason Voorhees. Although I do want to point out that uh, D Wallace who stars in this movie, if you can call her that um, she's not part of a Friday, the 13th franchise. I don't know why yeah. she's in this other than a yeah. name. It makes no sense. Everybody else is Friday the 13th except for her. Anyway, it stars D Wallace, Corey Feldman, Kane Hodder, uh, Haley Greenbauer. And most importantly, in my opinion, Vince DeSanti, who is the savior of, of this film. Yeah. He is the best thing in it. He outacts and outperforms D Wallace and Kane Hodder and everybody else in this film. For sure. Um, and what I can't figure out is despite Corey Feldman being part of the Friday, the 13th franchise, he chooses not to play himself in this film. I, feel, I don't get it. I feel like he's waiting to reprise Tom, Tommy Jarvis in, in a more legit film or something like that. I feel like that he's just waiting. It's kind of like a cash cow that's never going to happen. 
Well, Mark, since you jumped in, why don't you tell us what you thought of oh. 13 Fanboy? Uh, that for... actually that doesn't make sense, Mark, because he wasn't he wouldn't be playing Tommy Jarvis, he'd be playing himself, Corey so, Feldman, yeah. you know, exactly. So, yeah, yeah, that doesn't make but sense. But I don't either. think he, I, I, I don't think Corey Feldman wanted to play Corey Feldman in it, like it kind of yeah. like belittles himself, like, oh my gosh, I'm playing myself. I, I don't, I, I don't guess. think he wanted to do that. Yeah, maybe he turned, maybe he didn't get the role. He got turned down. <laughs> he auditioned. You're not he auditioned to play Corey Feldman. Yeah. He, he didn't get the role. He didn't get the part. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you could play Sorry, the producer. Corey, you're just not believable as yourself. Yeah. You're, you're going you to play the creepy, maybe. the creepy guy. Yeah. <laughs> producer. Um, uh, I I actually enjoyed this just because I love Friday Thirteenth and just seeing all the cameos uh, popping up. I mean. Oh my gosh! Well, first off, I like to talk about the opening uh, title cards. Um, I, I thought was really, really well done um, with the shattering mirror, like Friday Thirteenth, you know, uh, glass. I, I thought that looked great. I thought the beginning production of this was spectacular. Uh, Deborah Voorhees from was the director, and she's from uh, Part Five. She's the one that gets the shears uh, when she's laying down with her beautiful breasts. And she gets one of the most iconic uh, Friday Thirteenth kills in the whole entire franchise. Just and then cut. I love that. I love that kill. Um, yeah, but just uh, I mean, C.J. Graham's in it, who plays Jason, is phenomenal. I mean, uh, like it. This is. I mean, watching Vincent in this film is like a wet dream for me because, like, oh my gosh, like what he got to do. In this film is is go head to head with C.J. Graham and Kane Hodder and kill you know all these Friday Thirteenth uh, alumni. I mean, we all know how big of a fan Vincent is, and him doing all this stuff. I was grinning ear to ear watching him do this, just living out a dream. Um, I love the title effects. Like every time you're introduced to a Friday 13th alum, it says their name and character and what Friday 13th film they're in just to, you know, because some of them have aged and maybe you're not going to recognize. And it, it, it was, I thought it was a nice little touch. I mean, I think this film knew what it was doing. Um, I, but yeah, I, I, I thought this, uh, this film was great. I loved that junior from part five, uh, was married to D Wallace you know, Junior, the, the guy who gets uh, beheaded on the dirt bike, going ma, and he gets uh, beheaded. I, I, I thought he slimmed down. He looks great. Um, yeah, this this was a fun uh, uh, film, and I love the ending uh, when they do the trivia. And if you noticed, the one of the trivia questions in the film was one of the trivia questions um, that Vincent was on when we did uh, uh, the trivia. It was uh, the Lazarus boat. What was the name of the Lazarus boat? And I'm wondering if Vincent had, like, kind of thought of us and put that in the film. I don't know if he was writing it. I don't think he wrote it. But I liked it. What year did this come This out? was 2012, Mark. Oh, was it? Or no. No, was it, no, it wasn't. Sorry, 2021. Uh, but I don't. Yeah, think so we I doubt. Were, I doubt he, they probably shot this. I don't think this. he had been on the show. Yeah, yeah, he shot this. They probably shot this before he was on the show. And well, yeah, no, he did nice. not write well, it. Well, well, he got the he got the question right, anyways on on our show. So, <laughs> hmm. I actually I had one note that I want to point out is Mark should have been in this movie. It was one of the notes that I wrote. Hmm. Fair enough. So. That would have been fun. Oh my gosh. Anyway, Jimmy, what'd you think of this classic? 
uh, in air quotes. Uh, look, I, I really like Dee Wallace from her, you know, Cujo is a brilliant performance. She's so good. Goddamn good in that movie. And she did a lot of really good performances. She's not in a Friday the 13th movie. I don't understand why. I loved her husband. Junior was fun. Um, I wasn't a fan at all. I thought it was boring. I thought it was uh, it was just kind of I, I I think this is one of those movies. I appreciated what they were trying to do. I got what they were trying to do. I appreciated seeing all those people. I thought that was kind of charming. I, you know, seeing all the oh, yeah, I remember them. Oh, that's cool to see them. But it felt weirdly a little too much like a fan film, but I, I, I don't think it was necessarily a bad film. It was just kind of, I, I think they're trying to make a love letter to fans of Friday the 13th in a way. And I get that. I respect that. I think cool. Good for you on that. But as a whole, I thought it was a little eh, uneventful. I didn't really care that much. And I, it kind of did bother me with that. They were so, inactive when like okay someone just took a set up sent a picture of me doing something in my house let me just sit here and cry about it why what go do something do something anything do it do it do it come on matt final <laughs> thoughts <laughs> uh yeah i i kind of i felt like it would have been cool if, if Womp Stomp Films had made this movie, you know, like, like I, I, this is the kind of thing that it would have been, I, I've kind of wondered what it would be like if, if they really went out and got funding to do an original IP of their own and, or, you know, even though this is based on, on Friday the 13th. And so it's not their IP that this take would be something they could do because they would make it look better. They would, probably have it be better in general the kills would be better and and everything because the, the films that Womp Stomp makes are pretty darn good and pretty well put together and this one wasn't um particularly well done and i but i having said that this is definitely an a left-handed compliment but it is my favorite of this batch of movies um oh yeah for sure it would I'd probably agree. be you know, my least favorite of any other picks that we did <laughs> in the, you know, as all these movies, but this is by far top to bottom, the worst series of picks that we've ever had. And I'm shocked that it's Joe that, that did it. Now, but I understand why he did it. And I understand the, the, let, let me finish that. I understand the, uh, you know, the, the kind of tongue in cheek, nudge nudge wink wink that he did with it but my god this was hard uh and but i having said that this was i hate to use the word favorite because i you know but of this batch this was the one i liked the most for sure hmm. i gave it okay. one and I, a half stars by the way Ooh, wow um i think i i, I think with with joe picking this topic it's it's like he was doing me a favor because well I would have never picked this topic because I would have never had the balls. I guarantee I would never you have he was the balls. not I, doing you a favor with this pick. <laughs> no, it was no. Well, I mean, I mean, if I picked this this topic, I, I mean, I would have been fired. Like this would have been my last episode. One hundred percent. Yeah, and and the well, clout that fired. Joe not has. 
Well, yeah. well, the clout that Joe has, he's going. I mean, this just shows that Joe is untouchable. He's an original host. He can do whatever the hell he wants, <laughs> and he's going fuck everybody. I'm going to do this, and he did a Corey Feldman episode. Like, holy shit! Like the balls on Joe. I love it. Thank you, Joe. I, I think you're giving me way too much credit. I yeah. just thought it'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Joe um, knows. I'm gonna, Joe did not know what he was getting. If he had known what he was getting himself into, I don't know that he would have done this. Well, it's crazy gonna, because this episode gonna, is going to be launched on St. Patrick's Day, I think, right? It's like yeah. we didn't touch. I mean, I'm surprised Joe didn't do a, a – you know, a leprechaun, leprechaun. franchise. Or, I thought that's what he or was going to do. I, that's what yeah. I thought he was going to do, too. Joe's just like, no. I like to keep you guys guessing. Yeah. You guys think I'm going left, I'm going right. Yeah. You know? oh my God. That's just me. You Sweet think I zig, Jesus. I'm going to zag. Yeah. I thought you were nice uh, at first. Joe, but please, now I'm just please. You guys, never do this wait to minute. us again. You never. guys are talking like we're done. We are far from done. Oh, boy. Well, I have a game. All right. I have a game. The game is called Feldman Haim or both. Alright. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a, a phrase and you guys just chime in with your name and you tell me if it was Our something name? Corey Feldman did. Your name is your buzzer. There you go. You just tell me if it was Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, or both. It's gonna be tough. Ready? Mm-hmm. Whose father, who was a musician and producer, wrote and played on the McCoy single. Hang on, Sloop. Matt. Mark. Matt. Haim. No! Incorrect. Mark, Mark, Mark. Mark. Feldman. That is correct. Uh, Bob Feldman, who's the dad to Corey, was the actual musician. Hmm. Uh, number two, in the movie Stand By Me, who read and landed the role of Chris Chambers but turned it down for a part in another Matt. film? Matt. Haim. Haim is correct. That was a that um, was a slyly written. I was yeah. I rewrote it to cook Mark. Right, we didn't and it take didn't the bait. Oh. Yeah, Corey Haim actually could have played the role up. of Chris He's Chambers. All grown up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he turned it down so that he could play Lucas in the film Lucas. He, oh. Great role, yeah. great role. Uh, which Corey is Canadian by birth? Mark, 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 Mark. Uh, Haim. That is correct. Uh, hang on. Jimmy, you know, you can play too. Oh, I'm just having fun watching. <laughs> uh, so let's see. One, two, and one. Uh, number four. Whose first role was in a television commercial at the Mark. age of three? Mark, 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 Mark. Mark Feldman. You only Mark. have to say your name once. Well, actually, I tried it, it last time and, and I beat Matt, but you picked Matt. Oh no, I was before. We'll, we'll you. check the tape. We'll check. Yeah, we'll the check. Mark, no, I was. Answer? I was way before the fir- No, you want to give an There's answer? There's a lag. No, you want to give an answer? Or should I wait? Just wait, give wait, what? Matt, do you want to get? Uh, we need an answer. It. It was Feldman. Okay, you, you didn't give an answer. Yeah, it, it was a uh, McDonald's commercial. I think you lost. That is Christmas. And actually, I did rewatch this commercial today, where he gives Santa Claus a fifty cent gift card to McDonald's. It is adorable, mm-hmm. and we'll give him that. Uh, whose first film appearance was with Sarah Jessica Parker and Robert Downey Jr.? Matt. Matt. Haim? That is correct. Uh, film is called Firstborn. 
who landed a small role in the movie Time After Time, starring Malcolm McDowell as H.G. Wells? Jimmy. Jimmy. With Feldman, I think. That is correct. He made his first film appearance as Boy in the Museum. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy. Oh, got one. Jimmy's joining the game. That's about all I'll do, pretty much. Can we go on? (laughs) Uh, Which Corey was in a TV commercial for Kodak Color Burst cameras? Mark. Mark. Haim. No! Incorrect. No! Feldman. That is correct. Just one of the many commercials young Corey Feldman did. Hmm. Uh, number eight, which Corey provides the voice of Donatello? Mark, Mark. Ninja, Ninja Tort? Mark, Mark Feldman. That's correct. Uh, before starring in the 1987 film, The Lost Boys, which Corey starred in a short-lived TV series called Roomies? Mark. Mark. Haim. That is correct. And I got to read this. Give me a second. Corey Haim. Uh, okay. Uh, Corey Haim starred in Roomies, which was canceled during its first season. It was a summer sitcom about the ups and downs of two unlikely college freshmen. Nick Chase, who's played by Burt Young, who's Paulie from Rocky. He's a middle-aged Marine drill instructor who wants something more out of life than what the military can give him. So he leaves the military and goes to Saginaw University. His roommate is Corey Haim, and they learn from each other every week. Yeah, I remember this show. Only made eight episodes. Yeah, I remember Mm. that show. All right, number 10. Which Corey became a vegetarian in 1980? Mark. Mark. Feldman. That's correct. Uh, Whose mom was a former Playboy model? Mark. Mark. Feldman. That is also correct. Look at him go. He knows his Feldman, guys. I, yeah, I yeah. read I read his biography. It's called Choreography. Which, which oh, Corey starred in Dream a Little Dream? Mark. Mark. Co-starred, you said, correct? I said which Corey starred in Dream a Little Dream? Both. That is correct. Uh, who appeared in the music video for the single Rock On? Mark. Mark. Feldman. No! Incorrect. Matt. Jimmy. Matt. Haim. No! Incorrect. Both. Jimmy with That's one point. Woo! Both. I got two! Job, in 1985, film critic Roger Ebert said, if he can continue to act this well, Mark, he will never become... Mark. Uh, that'd be uh, Haim for Lucas. That is correct. Uh, in an effort to prove he was sober, which Corey recorded a disastrous 40 minute video diary? Jimmy. Mark Haim. It's a great, it's a great awkward uh video because he's high during the whole entire thing, but he's playing uh, hockey, he's, so he's swimming, he's in a pool with an inflatable raft. Distra- All right, Mark. <laughs> Mark, you sound like you're on the moon or something. It sounds like, you know, yeah. like uh, yeah, that's one small step. It sounds like he's breaking up. Am I? Yeah, very metallic uh, sounding. Sorry. Who, who said you are what you wear and I wear something different every day? Mark. <laughs> Mark. Haim. That is correct. He said it in the disastrous movie, uh, Me, Myself, and I, The Diary. Um, which Corey lost the role of Danny Torrance to Danny Lloyd for The Shining? 
Mark. Jimmy. Mark. Feldman. That is correct. Um, who launched an advice hotline for teenagers with the number one hundred? Corey. Mark. Both of them. No. Incorrect. What? They're both. Matt. What was it? I forgot. Matt. Feldman. No. Incorrect. Mm. Uh, Jimmy. Haim. Jimmy. Haim. <laughs> they both have a hotline. They... Right, but this was the advice line for teenagers. Exactly. Oh, Haim was giving advice um, for teenagers? Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Irish band called The Thrills sang a song about which Corey? Jimmy. I Jimmy. Think that was, I believe that was Haim. Mm-hmm. That is correct. The yeah. song was called Whatever Happened to Corey Haim? Yeah. <laughs> um... Who fronted the band Truth Movement? Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy. That was Feldman, I believe. That is correct. Uh, the note I have is Feldman. Only Corey Feldman could come up with a dumb band name like Truth Movement. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's a dumb name. Yeah. It's also a 20, um, uh, 22. Last, There's a last 22 question. Thing. Who had a cameo in the movie Dickie Roberts, former Mark. child star? Mark. Feldman. No! Incorrect. What? Hey, Jimmy. Jimmy. Haim. No! Incorrect. No, it's both of them. Oh, Matt. Oh, yeah. Matt. Both. That is correct. I thought, I thought, uh, I thought, I don't remember Haim in Matt, that one. Matt had, uh, four points. Jimmy, you had five for wow, participating. Jimmy. Wow, Jimmy. Wow, I, yeah. I actually started playing. <laughs> and, uh, Mark swept it with 12. No shocker there. Somebody is a big fan. Of Someone Corey is a big Hames. fan. That's yeah. for so, sure. So the actual reason that I chose all these Corey Held or fame, Corey Feldman. Yeah. Movies. Torture was we've decided now we've, it's been determined that we don't like Corey Feldman. He doesn't have a lot of really good movies. There are no. only like two. So we don't have to discuss this or the beheading of uh, Mrs. Voorhees mm-hmm. in part one any longer. Any ever, ever again. We've got yeah. it out of her ever yeah. again. Yeah. Because Matt and I, who edit the show, if we do talk about it and forget, we'll cut it we'll out. just cut it right any out. Any reference Please. to We'll never reach yeah. the earth. Yeah. Any Perfect. reference. So well, I can't bring up Lost Boys ever again. No. Well, in fact, we're going to edit uh, that right now. Yeah, that's gone. Uh, sorry. It's starting, right starting now. now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Starting now. So that's it. We are we are done. Oh. Well, that was quite a batch of picks there. That Joe. was an episode I but, listened to. But you know what? <laughs> It'll all be worth it if what you say is true. <laughs> uh Jimmy. I'll never is, bring him up again. It is Jimmy is our next pick, and I, I hope that he has something that's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. And is it Corey Haim horror movie? Yeah. Yes, it is, actually. <laughs> Just kidding, dog. I'm oh, not sweet I'm not I There's... almost did. I came that close, oh, but James. I that would have been do something that to myself. I don't know that Cinescare <laughs> Podcast could could survive two episodes I, in a row of this. Not two in a row. No. After yeah. five of those movies in one day, no. God, no. There are so, some really good Corey Haim uh, horror films out there. Uh-huh. Yeah, anyway. Right. <laughs> okay, so why am I getting... Okay, hold on. Let me get my, give you the list here once it comes up. So we're getting back to that time of the year when uh, camping is happening and mm-hmm. we've already talked about Friday the 13th a lot mm-hmm. so 
let's how about let's go camping with some other movies mm. so let me I find love it. the movies that we i've got to find uh here we go it's like not coming up for me and i don't know why it's really annoying okay so first movie madman if you've ever heard the name madman mars they kind of that this movie explores that's from 1981 it's on freebie and this one's for joe Stage Fright on Magnolia's Alexon Prime from 2014, a musical horror film in the at a camp. All right. Yay! <laughs> and then where is that? Where, where is that streaming? 2014. It's on Magnolia Selects on Prime, so it should be available with Prime, I believe. If there's a problem, let me know. We can figure it out. Um, obviously, I went with Don't Fuck in the Woods. Because we uh, got to watch that. I've never seen it. It's on Pluto, 2016. Don't fuck so in the woods. Don't fuck in the woods. Yes. Um, <laughs> the next one is the classic 1983 film, The Final Terror. <gasps> and that's on AMC Plus. Yes. That's I got a so fun excited. One. That's what Daryl Hannah, wanted... uh, right? Yes, where do Matt? You're still there, right? I don't see you, but I'm sure you're yeah, still there. Yeah, I'm still here. Um, okay, I would wanted to do just before dawn, but I can't find that anywhere. That's an absolutely stellar film. So couldn't find I, it. So I just saw the trailer do. for that, James. I yeah, just really watched I it today. I couldn't. It looks great. I couldn't. Yeah, it's a re, it's an excellent movie. I have the Blu-ray. I have the DVD, but I don't think it, it's not available on any of the streamings. I look for it. I can't find it. By the way, hold so, on. Uh, hold on, just a second. Uh, but, yes. Uh, the final terror is on Tubi, Shutter, AMC Plus. Oh, brilliant! Okay, cool. It's on everywhere. Yeah, that, that's that one. Kind of got a little second life. So, um, uh, so Jimmy, my my list says that uh, just before dawn is on AMC Plus. Are you serious? Okay, then that's we're picking that one. Just before dawn, it's great. Great. Wait, Let's what? Do it. So, cool. so we're not doing the final ter- the final terror? Yeah, we're doing final terror. I no, the other one I was going to do was shrooms, but I'm like, I'd rather do just before dawn. <laughs> so yes, just before dawn, and it's you guys are in for a treat with that one. I'm not gonna lie, pretty good. And uh, don't fuck in the woods is on two B and Pluto. Oh, see, there what what go. what was the last one, jo- uh, Mark or uh, Jimmy? The last one was uh, uh, the Final Terror, and then there was um, Stage Fright, Madman, Don't Fuck in the Woods, Final Terror, and Just Before Dawn. Just Before Dawn. Okay, that's the one. Yeah, Just Before Dawn. Yeah. And what what is Just Before Dawn on? That is on what did what did you say, Joe? Uh, AMC Plus. AMC Plus. Uh, Just Before oh, yeah. Dawn was AMC Plus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I'm um, so glad because are... it's a it's a good one. There are two films called Stage Fright, one from 2020 yeah. and one from, so this is the 2014 is what we're looking for, This right? is a 2014 one. It's it's a musical. Okay. It also says oh. it's on uh, Fubo, which right. I know I have. Yeah, it's not on anything else, else that I can find. Okay. Except yeah, for Rent. It's... We might have to rent it. <laughs> it was fine. Um, hopefully not. I would pay, I would pay 20 bucks a film. For each film that we need to watch, as long as it doesn't have Corey Feige in it anymore. You're supposed to yeah, cut that Yeah, no, out. after cut that, that, I'm out. trying to get you. Okay. Cut it out. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. He who shall not be referred to <laughs> in it. Sorry. 
Okay. Excellent. Well, these, this sounds interesting. I, I am very. I had mm-hmm. been considering actually doing uh, camp horror myself this summer at some point, and uh, so nice. I mean, and actually, a few of these were ones that I was thinking about doing. So there's good plenty job. more. So I mean, yeah, we yeah. could we could we could, we could always the, do a redux. Camp yeah. going. And I wouldn't Absolutely. mind pulling out one of the Friday the 13th again or something like that, too. I thought about it. I was very close, and I almost did uh, Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Part eight. Oh, yeah. Um, no, we can't do part four because it has a thing. Oh, God, that's we right. Shall not be named. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What? What's that? Darn it. We oh, can't yeah, talk can't. Through yeah, we can't. That's right. No. Can't do it. It's got Voldemort. Yeah, yeah Voldemort. This out, all, guys. all of it. All yeah. of it. No more. You shall not be named. Yeah. 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 No right. more CH. It's or the CH. best well, one out of the franchise, but okay. That sounds good. And uh, everybody, I want to remind you to go to www.cinescarehorror.com and buy our merchandise. And also, please, please, wherever you listen to our show, whatever streaming app you use, for podcasts please rate and review or at least just rate give us five stars or whatever you want um five stars would be fantastic uh and honestly i'm happy if people just listen yeah for god's sakes i i need this yeah Uh, (laughs) it'd be great uh but also when you rate us it it bumps us up in in apple and and spotify's algorithms and you get suggested more so please please if you listen and you enjoy go to your app of choice and rate us uh whatever whatever the app is in fact go to all of them and rate us that would be fantastic uh and also again i want to remind you to go to dark delicacies if you are in the la area on march 25th i will be there doing a book signing so uh please go on to their website dark delicacy darkdel.com order one of the books and or bring some money and um i don't know i i think i'll probably accept venmo or something like that at the at the site so will you accept weed exchange? Mm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> cool. see, i'm going so it's my birthday weekend so i'll be there yeah all right excellent uh i guess that's it so we'll see you next time good night everybody good night, good night. You know, I have a weird brain.